0: Welcome to the Hot Ticket Podcast. This is episode 117. On this episode, we break down the Psycho 7 Maduro by Ventura Cigars, another one first featured on the podcast. Um, Like last week, we actually changed up the intro music to this week as well. And this is one that, of course, is going to be what we feel is pretty relative to the cigar that we broke down. So as always, everybody, enjoy. Enjoy. Tone, put that big ass size
1: 13 on and kick it for the homies.
0: For kids in middle for tricks, Ace. He's the number one pet dick. No food for a fire, man. your cat's up a tree, he's the one that you hire, man. Known to bring her back alive if your not scratch or
1: if your turkey got job. Yeah, man.
0: I fucking love that. So that is Ace Is in the House by Tone Lock. Tone Lock is the guy in Ace Ventura. That's the other detective. It's like a detective his yeah. friend. Yeah. yeah. So I like the fact that they managed to intermix the song that they created.
1: What I like about tone lock is he sounds like Terry from all of those like truth like like tobacco kills, yeah, commercials. What,
0: you know what I was thinking. It's like at that particular time, think about it, that was in the early nineties, yeah. early nineties was like the center of gangster hip hop mm-hmm. and rap right back in the west coast, and actually, right around the time Ace Ventura came out. Is when Miami, the city of Miami, wanted to put their stamp on what like gangster rap or that particular brand of hip hop would be. Mm-hmm. The best part is it's like Tone Lock is like a, de- a far departure from like gangster <laughs> rap. Yeah. Like he's the guy that like raps on and like Sesame Street concerts.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's the guy that <laughs> raps on Ace Ventura. Exactly. Detective.
0: Exactly. So it's like t- Tone Lock is like, um,
1: he's like hip hop light. So Tone Lock, we're producing a movie. We want you to be in it. But also, when the credits play, we want you to actually rap the dopest fucking song <laughs> at the end of that. And we're going to, you know, superimpose uh, you know, Jim Carrey's voice over top. I hope you don't mind with that. No, I don't mind that at all. <laughs> you know? And so but could you imagine like getting that contract? It's like, yeah, we need you to produce a song for, yeah.
0: for a comedy. How many How many Baptist church festivals do you think Tone Lock has performed at? Hundreds. Tons. Tons. For sure, tons. Yeah. It's actually not, if you think about it, though, it's not a bad rap. It's really
1: not that bad. It's pretty good. He used uh, loco incombesa, which means, I believe, you're crazy. Does it? Yeah. I think something like that. You're something crazy. Yeah. Interesting. Loco.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know what loco means. Thank you. Yeah. Didn't know what the other Spanish words meant. Yeah. But anyway.
1: About Doritos Locos Tacos? Delicious. Fucking amazing.
0: Is that what you got the other night? You said you were getting Taco Bell. Oh, I, didn't I did I did, and the you.
1: line was too long. So you know what I did? I fucking caved, bro.
0: How is a line too long at Taco Bell? When it, it takes 10 seconds to get through. Not this one. Where, which one did you? Oh, North you Atlanta. were at the oh, okay, okay. The one closer to home. Yeah. Smart move, because then your tacos get soggy if you don't do that.
1: Yeah. So I, I got McDonald's. Okay. Terrible choice. Yeah, I got the uh, barbecue chicken spicy sandwich thingy that they got. <laughs> the barbecue. Where did you go? McDonald's. uh the it was worst. So wor- it was so bad. But that was really all that was open that was worth getting. Or you could have just made something at home.
0: Or not. <laughs> <laughs> or that too. The healthy alternative is none of the above. <laughs> That's funny. Um, we've got a fun-filled, packed episode. Yeah, sure. Got a lot of stuff Always. to talk about. God, I have something on my back. A zit. Is that a tick? No, I don't get zits anymore. A mole. Accutane, dude. It knocked out all the zits. I I get, dude, if I get a pimple, it's like the most rare thing in the sure. world. Like, yeah. Accutane completely fucked my, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, like, Accutane completely halted my development through puberty.
1: I get them so bad on my balls, they look like giant raspberries.
0: That's disgusting. You don't have any right now because you have a hot date tonight, don't you? That's correct. Do you think she's going to go down to your ball bag?
1: (laughs) I have no idea.
0: What if you had one? What would you do? What, a zit on my balls? So, hypothetically.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. uh, Hypothetically, you show up to your date, you're worried about um, Doctor Pimple Puss on your on your testy. Yeah. On your, let's let's say it's on the left one. Okay. And things are getting hot and heavy yeah. and she decides she wants to play a little fucking boxing match with your beanbag yeah. down there. Sure. What would you do? Would you would you allow it or would you be hesitant or would you try to block block her whole ambition of wanting to um to Make her way down south.
1: I would scare her away from it. I'd probably, uh, because y- you can do this, all guys can do this. <laughs> I'd scare I, away from it. I have AIDS,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that <hurt me. laughs> that's a good way to scare away. <laughs> uh, no, I would make look, I- I'd shove a testicle up. You know, guys can still shove a testicle up. I can't, I can. So, if you just kind of like take a nut. <laughs> <laughs> And just you just press it up, <laughs> put it right, put it back where it originally came from before your balls dropped. You can kind of get it up there, and if you just position it right, you have no ball. And if she notices a missing ball, she's probably not gonna mess with just the sack, right? Because there's no beans out. in it. <laughs> so
0: using this lazy sack,
1: <laughs> she ain't gonna mess with it. <laughs> it's like it's like when you buy like a thing of grapes. And there's one real plump one and the one right next to it is all shriveled like a raisin. Yeah. Do you ever touch the raisin?
0: No. no I don't like raisins done. anyway either. So. You what I'm saying? Yeah. You're I don't gonna, like anything that prunes.
1: You're going to ignore that ball. You're mm. going to go with the fresh, plump, juicy one.
0: So you'd still let her go down there, but you got to keep her away from...
1: Yeah, I'd just shove a ball up.
0: Interesting. I don't hate the plan. Nah, it's not bad. I think it's. I
1: think you're saying I have AIDS <laughs> 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 or I have herpes or something it would be much, much more effective.
0: It's, it's much more of a deterrent for sure. Um, I want to begin the episode with just a little bit of cigar news because there's a lot that, uh, well, Enter Tobacco's going on right now, which is like the international IPCPR, if you will. Yeah. But it's more inclusive of like a whole bunch of stuff. But it's going on in Germany right now. I haven't really heard much as far as like new releases. I think. IPCPR is where you're always going to see like large releases, especially from the manufacturers of which we are mostly integrated with in the United States, although they participate over there. I don't really see much in, in terms mention, of like new releases. Not stuff. to
1: mention, I mean, IPCPR was just a month and a half ago.
0: Right. Not that long ago. Right. So, but yeah, uh, Enter Tobacco's going on right now. I I'm sitting here waiting. It's like just outside of the first day. So I'm just waiting for yeah. like things to kind of trickle in as far yeah. as like news. But um there hasn't been a whole lot uh i th- from what i've heard when i was over in amsterdam the guy that uh i was at the shop with or the guy who was running the shop at the time he was talking about it with me he was like oh our tobacco's coming up and like their whole crew goes to the show and they actually said it's really big and really popular and they enjoy it but again it's it's inclusive of a much more than just cigars
1: do they have a lot of infusions
0: there i'm sure i'm sure it's like a lot of like the small like the small little cigarello type stuff yeah. is probably there. Like I'm assuming it's a lot of stuff. I don't know much about the show other than to say like some of the bigger, better manufacturers that represent the United States are always over there. I'm I'm sure L Artista is there right now. Oh, as for well. sure. So yeah, obviously they do a ton of business over in the European yeah. market. So I think they're there. I I saw um, Steve Saka from Dunbarton. Mm-hmm. He was actually in Amsterdam. He was at the same shop that I was at. And he posted a picture of it. And I was like, holy shit, I was just there. If I would have timed it right, it would have been really cool. It's in Germany. But I think where it's at is not that far away from the Netherlands. Because mm. they share a border. The Deutschland. It would have been really fucking cool to just like, if I was more aware of when the show was. It would have been really cool to like do that on the back half of my vacation. Like spend a day at the show would have been really sure. Yeah. And see people that I, you know, that I see and know. That would have been pretty fucking dope.
1: I wonder. If- joint cigars are popular there i don't think so i mean blunts
0: are like a big thing but yeah let's not no, it's not the same thing but anyway so inner tobacco's going on right now um this is actually interesting so drew estate announced that it's a new liga privada um it's the pancetta which is a cigar lounge exclusive but it takes components other various components from other cigars and it's part of the legal lineup it kind of drives me nuts. It's like you do something where it's like a maybe a multi store location exclusive type thing. I mm-hmm. it's just like, hey, just bring it out everywhere. Everybody would love to try to smoke this cigar. You know, especially if it's like molded with some of the T52 components and some other things. So that actually just came out yesterday. Alec Bradley announced that they're doing another Vitola of the Magic Toast called the Chunk, which I can't imagine it being that great. I didn't really, it's weird. It was like, the Magic Toast is almost like a polarizing It's a polarizing cigar. It's a really love it or hate it cigar from what I've seen. There's a ton of people, like when I reviewed it and put it out there, there was so many people were like, I love this cigar. And it was like, I, I didn't bit, like it at all. I found <laughs> it
1: a bit bland.
0: Yeah, for something that has like um, what I would consider a pretty good profile in terms mm-hmm. of like the Honduran tobacco use, which I love, it just missed the mark. So... They announced that they have the chunk coming out, which we'll see how that rolls. Um, you also have uh, the new Boondock is coming out from Work Studio. I still have some of they're making, whatever I bought last. They're making a Boondocks 3? Yeah, Boondocks Saints 3. Um, that one is due to release here, I believe, in the next few weeks, going to certain retailers. Um, this is kind of cool. Michael Sirota, named Alec Bradley vice president of sales. This guy started with Alec Bradley, and he was like, And it was like in operations like he was in like he's grown through the business. So they finally promoted him. He's now the new vice president of sales, which is kind of cool. I always like stories of when someone started at the like, because that it reminds me of what I've done in my career where it wasn't like I didn't go into this position, like into this role outside of college and was like, I'm ready to go, like cast me to the world. It was like I grinded so much at a young age and then just worked my ass off to get where I'm at. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to see a story like that. I think it's, it's pretty neat. Um, Billy actually reached out to me, Billy from uh, um, is as Artisan Artisano del tobacco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I got it right. I always say del taco in my head. You he, want actually, to. he actually reached out to me and, and uh, sent me a publication for a news release. And this one's actually very interesting to me because the Viva La Vida, we had our hands on that cigar really like at the inception I still have one of the sample-banded cigars that was created, which is the one that we smoked and reviewed. So we smoked and reviewed the cigar before it ever launched. Like it launched like two weeks after yeah, I think we put everything on the podcast, had Billy on and so on and so forth. Well, if you pay attention to anything on social media and Instagram, you notice that the cigar has blown up. Just this one, like this one cigar and a couple different vitolas has just made its way through the industry, like wildfire. AJ. Made a good cigar. <laughs> Made a great cigar. Um, a lot of them are hitting this, but that was a good one. Um, AJ Fernandez actually announced that they are going to now be in charge of distribution going forward with a cigar because of its popularity. So utilizing the sales force that AJ Fernandez has in the United States and other, they're really going to be broadcasting this out because like Billy and his brother, like they're two guys yeah. can only do so much. And what they've done is incredible. And I think there was a recognition that this cigar caught fire so much that now the deal has been struck with AJ Fernandez to actually distribute the cigar and sell it. Good, on the that's awesome. As well, which is really cool. So you'll likely see the Viva La Vida in other places. I mean, it's it's home state is like really the northeastern territory of the United States and more even more focus in that in the New York area, so you're likely to see the cigar kind of spread amongst the united states mm-hmm. with the help of AJ, aj fernandez distribution so i thought that was pretty cool he reached out to me he's like hey can i send this to you so you post on the site i was like you fuck yeah you can yeah do it and i'll also repost it on social media because that that was exciting i thought it was really cool just to see that you know from the beginning when did we talk to him not God, even a year ago and it's just like man was his it, cigars just was it fire. right
1: before or after episode 100 it was before episode 100. Yeah. Yeah. I and
0: mean, it wasn't that long ago. I feel like it was like the beginning of the year, close to the beginning Time of the year. Flies, I, I remember bro. it being cold, which we haven't had in a while. As a matter of fact, this That's weather true. blows dick.
1: Yeah. This this uh this weather's been a little bit uh, interesting for sure. I think,
0: uh, I think it's going to be like spring just went into summer. Like it went from winter to summer, and we had yeah. like two weeks of spring. I think fall is going to be the same way. It's
1: going to go from 80 to 50 and yeah. then lower. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, but I, if you notice that back, so when I took the, that playset down, I have all that firewood back there. So I'm like ready for, I have so much firewood back there that I have to burn. I am ready for fires. So, same. This is that time of year. It's beautiful. I actually may, I actually may build a fire tonight. Aww. I keep thinking it's Sunday, but it's not. It's definitely Saturday. Nope. Yep. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about, and this is, th- this is a, a kind of an interesting thing. And I, and I've noticed it more and more, and, and I understand why it occurs, but, that relation of social media to cigars, mm-hmm. obviously. Like when I started posting like cigar pictures and stuff on social media, like you you can go into like each one of the invi- uh, individual hashtags, like hashtag cigar, hashtag cigars, and you can see how many posts are within each one, right? Mm-hmm. And under cigars and cigar categories, about four million. When I started posting on Instagram, there was far less than a million. It's really weird to see like how much it's grown just in the past couple years. I haven't been on Instagram that long as far as like this profile goes. Yeah. It's only been a few years. So it's kind of it's weird to see how it's taken off. But one of the things that, I, it was, it was kind of just going through my head and I, I've noticed it more and more. It's like Instagram is definitely, if you have a business profile, stifling the push of your content. And the reason that they do that is because they want you to pay for advertisements. If you're a business, they announced that. I mean, they didn't hide the fact that it was going to exist. I think they, they really started reconditioning this whole thing back in like May. Yeah. Um, they weren't really shy about their intentions around it. It's like if you have a personal profile, sure, we're going to push your content. If you have a business profile, they want you to pay for ads. Well, the catch-22 in the cigar industry is that you can't push cigar-related ads. Instagram will block them. They yep. will not push them. They
1: they inherited Facebook's policies for tobacco and alcohol, right. and and yeah, you cannot promote them. Even though Instagram will say, "Hey, you know this post is doing really good. You're ninety five percent yeah promote better this than post. most of your posts. Promote this one, and you click promote. It's like, oh, we can't do that. Yeah, and then they'll block they'll block
0: you promoting yeah. it, and you're paying for the promotion. So one thing that I've noticed, and actually just here in the recent few weeks, is that any push on social media as far as content, no matter how good it is, I mean, they're stifling. They're, they're only putting, like you, you, the amount of exposure you get is a lot less than what yeah. you say would get like six months ago. Like it is like dripping in. And a whole bunch of people are complaining about the same things. But one of the things I was thinking about was you and I anticipated all this happening months and months ago, if not longer, where it's like, We both said and made a commitment, like, social media is not the end all for exposing your content and your brand. And we decided to build a website for that very reason. Like, you and I had had a conversation where Mm -hmm. it was like, we don't want social media to be the center focus of what we do. It should only be available as a tool to help promote this other thing that we want to build, which is the brand. So I find it interesting that there's a lot of people out there, especially in the cigar world, that live and die by the content that they produce and put out on social media. And this is like more of a warning than anything. It's already become, if you think about what has been created in the past as far as rules and regulations, specifically on Instagram in the past couple months, one, no giveaways anymore. You can't advertise. You can't do cigar-related giveaways. Tell me the last one you saw one. No one's posting them because it's illegal to do so.
1: That's why we're doing handoffs.
0: Yeah, (laughs) handoffs. (laughs) Handoffs. We do some underground shit. We just make cryptic messages or spell things backwards. Right. Um, So you can't do those things anymore, right? All related to tobacco. Then you have this whole business push and stifling your ability to grow or share your content, gain exposure for your content. And it's it, you're, what you can't do is you can't advertise as we've already suggested. So you're basically putting out content that's not gaining a whole lot of exposure anymore. In addition to that, and this is for anybody who lives and dies by how well their Instagram performs, Instagram has already made announcements. They've already made suggestions that going forward, they are going to not publish your following to other people. Meaning that right now, I can go into anybody's account. I can go to anybody's account and see how many people are following them. Which is like kind of an enticing, intriguing thing. Oh, they got a lot yeah. of followers. must be great content and so on and so forth. Instagram has announced that they're going to end up blocking that visibility. The only person that can see how many followers they have is the person who owns that account. Unless,
1: or unless you tell them,
0: right? Right. Or unless you tell which, them.
1: Which at this point, man, I'm sorry, Cigar Honeys, but... Yeah, baby girls. Your, your your days are mildly numbered. <laughs> yeah, because brands are going to have a hard time being able to pick who are the who or are what are considered influencers.
0: Yeah, and that's another topic. Like, let's talk about influence. I I don't like the name influencer because influencer comes with the tag of a number of subset of following. Influencers should not be defined by how many people follow them. Influencers should be design or should be defined as those who. Actually, have certain knowledge in a specific area yeah. that actually create content that moves what you're trying to articulate forward. Yeah. Not some honey that's got a cigar in her hands. And here, oh, that's cum creators. What cum creators? Let's like, I want to make no bones about it at all. Boners. There are an absurd amount of women on Instagram right now that figured out that if they put a cigar between their fingers, that there's gonna be a whole bunch of people that follow them. Everybody's looking for a lane to get in. And so many of these girls have figured out, well, I have a look. And by the way, Chris and I talked about this. There's <laughs> cigar hot, and, and then, then there's, there's hot, hot hot. Yeah, There's a huge difference in disparity between the two. <laughs> yeah. um, so if you think you're gorgeous, let's be real. You're only gorgeous to the 65-year-old perverts that are scrolling through Instagram after they just retired. That's all. You're not hot hot. You're just
1: cigar hot. And the thing Which is. Which is like a five. And the thing is. Is we're not disputing that you don't like cigars. Right. We're disputing the use of it. Right. As what a you, means of.
0: What are you doing it for? It's, it's one of those things where it's like. To, to each their own. Kind of. Um, I'm proud. It was weird. Because I, I was actually messaging back and forth with. Um, Erica. and two, two other people yeah, from oh, another shit, podcast. Yeah. Cats out the back. Yeah, go ahead and say the name, you dumbass. I was trying not to say it, but I was messaging back and forth with them, and when we were just having like just a, a brief discussion on a recent episode that they put out. By the way, definitely worth a fucking listen. So TLE podcast, listen to the recent episodes, really good. Um, and we were just kind of messaging back and forth, and and one thing that I was explaining to them was like how proud I was of what you and I have built just in social media as far as like the hot ticket goes. Like no bullshit, we are very controversial. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of reasons for people to unfollow us, then there are reasons for people to follow us. And the fact that we've built something really cool over a period of a couple years and built the podcast and interrelated with the social media and not having to flaunt fucking pussies and cleavage mm-hmm. and Cats. short dresses yep. and the whole thing. I'm proud that we've built what we've built. It feels good. It doesn't feel cheap or cheated. I know there's other people out there when it's like you're pushing content, it's cheap and it's cheating. And the fact that there's like people latching onto that as far as like, yeah, this is the kind of content that I want to be exposed to. Like, those people are going to die soon. Like legitimately? Like legit. They're all old perverts.
1: Oh, those guys.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like they're <laughs> going to go away. Um, And that brings me back to the point of like, once your following is no longer exposed what are you going to do i'm going to put that out there in the ether like what are you going to do how are you going to make how are you going to make your way through the cigar community in a legitimate way if you no longer have the same kind of
1: exposure what are you going to do yeah like are you, are they even going to show how many likes you get because that's, that's how they sort I, popular posts.
0: Yeah, I'm not really, I'm not really sure, honestly. I don't, know, I don't know the specifics. I just know that they're, they're going to be looking to hide the visibility of
1: number of followers. Now, I'm going to be real here and say that uh, uh, Corey and myself actually have a remedy for this whole debacle. It may take us the better part of 12 months to actually put it in action. Uh but I want to let you know when it comes to these cigar beauties I think we could one up them
0: yeah. Yeah, we uh we shared a, I think we can one We shared some collective thoughts the other day. We I don't know if it, it's just like weird the juices were flowing <laughs> and we came up with some pretty incredible ideas. It will take us an entire calendar year to finish what we want to do. An entire
1: calendar year to really put this thing together. Yeah. But I think the end result will be pleasant.
0: Yeah. It um, definitely
1: will. Mildly off-putting, maybe. Yeah um but pleasant
0: yeah for sure i think it's gonna be awesome yeah (laughs) so excited oh i think it's gonna be so great but yeah it's you know it's one of the things that especially in social media and and i'm proud to have the site built because you know generating content for the site is arguably for us more important than whatever we put on social media again social media should act as a tool it shouldn't be the center for who you are and what you do um, you know, I'm I'm curious that once those things happen, what the exposure looks like in the cigar community, you know, whether or not people are going to just exit Instagram as a whole or if it's actually gonna be a cleansing and healthy type of thing. Like it's one of the things where I was proud that we got to ten thousand followers, but I don't like I don't look at that stuff. Like I'm I rarely go into any of the business insights unless it's like something specifically to oh, do with yeah, one yeah. post. Like I just don't go in that stuff and view it. It's like if people want to follow us, that's awesome. If they don't, that's awesome too. It doesn't you know really matter either way.
1: You're going to get people to go online on social media and they go, "Who should I follow?" That's what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, and that you know what? It's kind of it's kind of crazy. Like I anticipate it being a very cleansing effect, honestly. And I like the idea that like hey, follow the content because the content is what it is, right? right. Like, follow it because it's meaningful. Follow it because it's suggestive. it's Don't,
1: funny or it's... Like, yeah. and, and here's
0: the thing. Like, they're still you're still going to have what I'm going to call cigar hussies out there. They're going to do their thing, right, yeah. Th- that they always do and... I mean, if that's how you want to define what you do in life, if if you want to be defined by the followers you have on Instagram, if Instagram ever goes away or that visibility goes away, then you're nothing. Like, build and create a brand of yourself outside of one social media
1: platform is basically what I'm saying. That's why I started a private Snapchat account called Hot Ticket Chrissy. Private. And... (laughs) If you subscribe and give me money on my Snapchat, I will send you nude photos of myself with cigars <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> like pictures of you, like holding cigar with
0: your feet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, whatever you That's want. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, Chris is like curating his own hot ticket, Chrissy private <laughs> groves. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, we do have a cigar review today. Yeah. Another brand yet that has not been featured on the podcast,
1: but was it because of their IG? I have
0: put out, yeah. Unless you have over ten thousand, you you don't get on
1: for a brand. You can't be on the show.
0: Um, yeah. So I had put out a review of one of their cigars about a little over a month ago. Um, really like this brand a lot, so I'm excited to dive into this one. But before we do so, like I mean, I don't know if it's clockwork or whatever, but we hit 27 minutes and I gotta pee <laughs> like every time because <laughs> I always bring my mug in here. So yeah. uh, we are gonna take a quick, 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 quick break because I have a
1: fire hose of a ding dong. Um, During this, does not take long. Short commercial break. Please visit Hot Ticket Chrissy Private on Snapchat. I will actually post a new photo right now.
0: Yeah, check it out. Uh, we'll be back at in just a second. And we're back.
1: It's kind of like
0: the Windows that
1: Be-de-doo-doo. <laughs> it just like yeah, shuts yeah, yeah. down. Like, god damn it!
0: Yeah, I hate that. I hate when my uh, so my work computer will randomly shut down sometimes. Yeah, like not even for an update. It's just like the things. It's a poltergeist inside of it. It's like that movie. What's the stupid movie with the car that comes to life that kills everybody? Uh, uh, so Christine. Christine. My computer's like Christine. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's fucking possessed. The thing is on the fritz at all times. It has a mind of its own. It does its own shit. It's Dude. crazy. Yeah. I have a Christine computer.
1: Just, just be careful
0: with it. It's pretty wild. I know. No, <laughs> treat it right. I'm going to wake up one day and it's going to be at the foot of my bed with the screen on, treat like right. towards me, yeah. sending me a message. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just shit. says, Your feet stink. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. (laughs) Oh, man. We got another review. Yeah. Which I'm excited about because it is,
1: yet again,
0: a new cigar brand for us to have on the podcast. Would you look at that? That's like fucking eight weeks in a row. And I promise you, we're going to have guests back on the podcast. People have asked. There's one that has fallen through like multiple times. That hopefully we will have on very soon.
1: But he did tell us he was going to give us a free box of his cigars.
0: Yes, that is correct. Uh, Actually, a free truckload of his cigars. He said free box truck.
1: His whole next shipment
0: comes to us. It's ours. Yeah, it just rerouted the delivery to us. Um, So we will be having a guest on the podcast um, very, very soon. So apologize for the delay in that. It's one I've been very excited about for a while, and I keep kind of teasing it out there. But until things are 100% definitive, shit happens is what it is. But uh, it it will happen. It will literally happen within
1: the next few weeks. Literally, shit happens. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were told that he acquired a small stomach virus. Mm Mm-hmm. And was shitting himself profusely.
0: Mm-hmm. He just smoked a Cornelius and Anthony mistress. And,
1: and he was like, guys. The rest was history. I'm sorry. I can't get off this
0: toilet. Yeah. I mean, I, I said, we'll interview you while you're on the toilet.
1: And we tried it a quick test. But it was a lot of. <coughs> yeah. Like. Yeah. water, Like just a lot of. A bunch know.
0: of water boil. Yeah. It's not good. Not good. A lot of ass air Plus, horns. you really have to be concerned about dehydration at that point, too. You don't want anyone sitting on the toilet not being hydrated.
1: Like when it sounds like an air horn going off. An einhorn. An einhorn. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Finkel and einhorn. <laughs> I think I want to watch that today.
1: Einhorn and
0: Finkel. Finkel is einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel.
1: Einhorn is Einhorn's a man.
0: man. Ugh. Uh, anyway, yeah. So, but we don't have a guest on. Obviously, so I'm your review, guest. We're I'm review, your guest. No, you're a co-host. We are reviewing another cigar today. Again, a brand of which we've never had on the podcast before, but we have reviewed. You have reviewed one of the cigars before. I have a post of um, one of their cigars I reviewed about a month back, as I've already stated. Um, this cigar is the Psycho Seven Maduro by Ventura Ace Ventura Ace Ventura. Um, if you haven't yet made that connection, you're a retard and press stop and go fucking bash yourself over with a frying Please
1: repeat steps one through three.
0: Um, yeah, so this is actually pretty exciting. The Psycho 7 sure. brand in themselves has been around for a little while. I think most notably, people understand or y- if you've never smoked it, you've certainly seen it. Yeah. The band is obnoxiously large.
1: It looks like a decorative napkin wrapped around a cigar. It does. A cigar.
0: Here's the thing. A little hanky. And I've posted it out there before, and we've talked about this before. I hate obnoxious bands on cigars. I fucking despise it. But I really like this one. This one's clever. I like it because of its cleverness. They'll call out the blend. They'll call it the blender on the cigar, which you'll see a signature on it. I think it's cool. I actually like the type that they use. And I I like the fact that it's just kind of a white band. And so that Psycho 7, that bright red and black. It's so, it's obnoxious, but simplistic at the same time. Does have a sub band underneath as well that will be exposed once you peel this one off. Which is also equally as annoying. But I actually really like it because it's so... It's so visible. You know what it is when you see it. It's
1: so psychotic.
0: It's very psychotic. But I actually really admire that about the cigar. Um, Before we get into the components of the cigar, Chris, how do we break these things down? Oh.
1: Each cigar review starts with a total of 60 possible points and is broken down into three main categories, Corey. 10 points for construction, 20 points for burn, and 30 points for taste. We then deduct points for less than optimal construction, burn, and flavor and see if the cigar is worth the price for a possible 1% bonus or deduction. And then finally, we average out our individual scores, giving you guys our total cigar rating out of 60. Be. Beautiful. Mm -hmm.
0: That was fantastic. You really did a wonderful job with that. Um, So this cigar is interesting, and it's interesting for a few reasons. Um, Reason number one, it's just not as interesting. It is a uh, Mexican San Andreas wrapper. It's a Mexican Sumatran binder. Psychotic. Very interesting. Psychotic. Super psychotic. And what are the fillers? Well, it's a multi-country blend. That's what they call out. Uh, I am going to assume there's definitely Nicaraguan. So likely Dominican. I'm going to say maybe even Pennsylvania. I don't know. Yeah. Not sure the fourth component. And I could be off on every single one of these, but it is a multi country filler blend within this cigar. Do you know what's psychotic about that? Everything. Everything. Everything's psychotic about this cigar. You know what's even more psychotic about this cigar? We smoke this in a Toro, six and a quarter by 48. Yeah. It's only $8. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. That's, that's psychotic. psychotic. That's super psychotic. Yeah. Uh, but I like where they're going with this. So, with that being said, let's break this bad boy down. Chris, what did you think about the construction overall on this cigar?
1: I, I, I do feel that aesthetics can be super important uh, when it comes to cigars. And, and, and the reality is that 85% of the cigar is covered with a giant label. Okay? Covered with a label. Yes. At first inspection, it's you have to take off the label. There is no smoking it without taking off this giant napkin of a wrapper. Right. When I peeled that off, here's, here's what I noticed. Construction-wise, cigar looked great for the most part. But there was some messiness about it. <coughs> oh, shit. There's <laughs> some messiness about it. Um, it's not like it was flawed, but the, um, the cap structure had a significant amount of glue to it. I don't know why, like around the actual cap cap. um, And when I lightly peeled it back, there was kind of glue all around the body of the cigar. And then even worse, when I took off the sub label, because there is a hidden ring underneath this thing. Mm-hmm. As soon as I peeled that off, More it glue? ripped wrapper. Ow. I think you'd be like, glue everywhere. There was so much glue, like excess glue on both bands that not only was the their glue pretty much in spots all over the cigar when I pulled off the big label, but then when I pulled off the small label, I, right. like, it
0: ripped. Yeah, that that's like the fi- fucking trifecta no-no. I know,
1: I know God right? God
0: damn. It's like, this isn't great. This isn't great. And I'm fucked. So
1: that said, I mean, the construction overall was solid. It's yeah. just way too much glue. The labels were very intrusive on, on, on...
0: Like maybe the production process was rushed a little bit is what it sounds like. Yeah. It just got a little sloppy. And
1: because of the Rip and the Rapper, which The Rip and
0: the Rapper? Rip and the Rapper. Dude, great rap name, Rip the Rapper.
1: Rip the Rapper, I like Fuck, that. Fuck,
0: that's so good. I'm coining it. If anyone fucking takes that shit, I will fucking cut you.
1: <laughs> you're, so, you're so psychotic, bro. <laughs> um, but... Uh, rip and the Rapper. I had to take a point away because this was clearly a default... Uh, or an issue regarding the, the, the manufacturing of the cigar. And the excess glue is really truly what ripped the wrapper. Rip the wrapper. Ripped the wrapper. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to take a point away on construction. I
0: got a 9 sure. out of 10. Sure. This was a really fucking weird one to me. And I talked about it the other night because you had already smoked and reviewed yours. Yeah. You were over the other night and I smoked and reviewed mine by myself. But you were with me. Yeah. And the interesting thing about this cigar is how, and I've said it before, is like how imperfectly perfect it is, or mm-hmm. perfectly imperfect. It's really strange to me. Oh, this yeah. like, I really loved, I really love the firmness of the cigar. I love the oils on the outside. It's like all things indicative of like a really good construction and quality cigar were there, but I actually wrote specifically in my notes bumpy like a pimpled ass <laughs> because this thing has so many waves and ridges and it. It's like it's like a 600-pound lady with cellulite. See, It's so strange to me how like such a – I mean it, the disparity between it and the previous cigar we reviewed, which was the noblesse. the noblesse, and that that cigar was really perfect. It was almost more real than real. And then I get a cigar like this, which I think from a construction perspective is – Equally, not even just tolerable, but on the same different sides of the spectrum, but both really cool. Like, both, both warrant good construction scores. It just, it looked so raw. Right. Does that make sense? Like, it looked very raw in terms of like how it was crafted, but that's one of the things I really admired about the cigar.
1: You find beauty in the imperfections, right? It's like, I don't mind your droopy eye. Right. I don't mind your bumpy skin. I don't mind that your. Middle toe on your right foot is significantly longer than your big toe, right
0: yeah, it's strange, yeah it's strange, and because of that, it got a perfect construction score for me because i I think I had such an admiration for just what it was. It just seemed very almost primitive it's weird, like like someone didn't spend a whole lot of time on it, but the components used were so good that' it's like once it was constructed, it's like man this you know, this Down Syndrome kid is, is equally beautiful as everybody in the world. Listen. And, and I
1: loved it. And mine was the exact same way. It's just, it's just, here's the thing. My problem was I couldn't get past the ectoplasm that was glazed over my entire wrapper. Right. It's not like you had like Like a, that's all I was seeing. Like,
0: <laughs> what, the way that you express that reminded me of like how much rubber cement is going around in elementary school at any given time. Right. Like you make those stupid fucking paper posters or you're doing some slapstick fucking art thing using yeah. popsicle sticks on a paper plate yeah. and all that excess rubber cement that's everywhere that ruins the artistic value of whatever you've created. Yeah. Sounds like that's what you were saying.
1: Totally. I was just like, what is all this cum on my cigar? <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm fucking goop-de-loop. Um, Anyway, so... Obviously, some differences there in terms of construction overall,
1: but what about the burn? So, um, okay. Mine was slightly my, mine was slightly tight. Took like three or four puffs to really get good smoke production. It's not a very large cigar. The Vitol is not big. Mm-hmm. It's not a big ring gauge. 48 ring gauge, yeah. You know, it's it's not... It, I think I just had a slight... Just maybe over-bunching. I'm not sure what it was, but it took about a good 3 or 4 puffs to get good smoke production um but outside of that when it was lit it was lit um even when it ran it auto corrected um there was it was kind of an automated thing it's kind of like an old you know like an old uh like an old machine that you know you're like there's no way this thing is going to work properly cuz you know mine looked beat up kind of
0: like an old sewing machine yeah
1: it's like there's no way this thing's going I was like oh shit it still works yeah but um But while the burn was pretty solid, a little tight, took a little bit of effort to get some decent smoke production out of it, not straining or anything. I didn't get any negative points for that. When I did do the whole test, it did go out. Um, Five minutes, put it down. You know, I don't know. Eat a ham sandwich. I don't care what you do. But put it back in your mouth after five minutes, see if it still draws. Um, Mine didn't. It didn't. I don't know why. It just mm-hmm. happens. Yeah. I talked about this last time. Sometimes it just happens. You don't know why, you know? And I, 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 it, I did have, have to relight it after the whole test. But after that, it stayed lit. Oh, that's nice. There's not a big problem after that. But I did have to take away one point for failing the whole test. Interesting. I would say it was, like, equally as
0: excited I was for the construction of this cigar once I smoked it to completion. I was like, fuck. That burn was incredible. It was a wonderful draw. Nice, even burn the entire time. Never went out on me one time. One time through the entirety of the cigar, which I anticipated based upon, I mean, it's a nice thick wrapper on the cigar. Yeah. And there were, like, when I talk about the imperfection as far as the ridges and bumpiness, I just assumed somewhere in the cigar I was going to hit one of those pitting. I was going to hit pitting. I was going to hit a dead pocket. I just anticipated that maybe in, like, the final third it was just, there was going to be an abrupt outage for me. Can we pause? But there for, wasn't.
1: Can we pause for a moment and at least dress the elephant in the room here? Sure. It sounds like thus far we've had a totally different experience. Yeah, we definitely have. <laughs> and here's what I'll say to that I know why. I'm, I know why. When the dog gets pregnant and the dog carries a litter in, in his belly and six or seven puppies come out. Two of them usually are deformed or die yeah. during birthing, right? Yeah. You got five good ones. I saw one say.
0: time where the puppy's brain was on the outside of its I head. I remember that. Yeah. yeah it, was very, it was a pug.
1: It was so um, sad. But not everyone makes it out of the litter. Right. You know? There's a couple that just come out. Like, yeah. You know? And you're like, oh my God, that looks like a demon. Um, like its teeth are on its leg. Right. right. You're like, what abomination is this? uh you just club it no that's not good um but sometimes you have some duds and i just feel like maybe with me hernando since your name was on my label uh (laughs) you need to fucking go back to training school bro because this was a messy fucking cigar It was a messy fucking
0: cigar. I don't think Hernando is the guy that rolled it. I think Hernando's the guy that blended it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't think they put this signature of the guy that rolled it, but that'd be hilarious.
1: I'm calling rolled that by,
0: motherfucker out. Rolled by Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> Just puts a quick little stamp on it. Yeah. So you know who to fucking call and complain right. to. Yeah, man. It was it was a wonderful burn. I had no challenges at all. It was great smoke. It, it lit up easy. Like Everything... Up until now, has been perfect for this cigar, and it's, it's everything that you really want in terms of like the good quality construction, coupled with a great burn, making the experience as fruitful as possible in those two categories huh, is I'm, great.
1: I'm glad you had a good experience with the burn. In
0: I mean, you could always buy another one. You know, that'd be psychotic. Yeah, that would be stupid. Who too. does that? um so perhaps the most important part what did you think about the flavor
1: well my friends this is kind of a tangy bitter but slightly creamy uh, blend in my opinion not really a spice heavy cigar um it's kind of up my alley a little bit the aromatics were almost punchy like a uh, punchy pungent um i don't know what it was i don't know if it's one of my stroke moments because i feel like i have microstrokes very frequently when i smoke a cigar because i'm like why do i smell strawberries? um but uh i weirdly got this skunkiness from the burn it's very it was very odd it was almost pleasant though Hmm. um but it was like just a very musky skunky (laughs) that's interesting but i liked it it was weird um it maybe it was the excess glue. I'm not sure if the excess <laughs> glue actually creates a scent. I'm, I'm pretty sure it doesn't. But if it does, that could be it. Yeah, um, maybe. But I kind of liked it. So I was like smoking it and then just going. <laughs> just like really huffing it in. <laughs> so it was kind of nice. The only thing I'll say is that it, 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 more often than not, though, the, f- the flavors were quite muted. That was my only really beef with it. Yeah. Um, but there was moments where it was really pleasant. In fact, I think the most enjoyable moment for this cigar for me on a flavor side of things was really towards the end. Um, hmm. Typically, that's when cigars get real hot and flavors get kind of toasty. You know what I'm saying? And you yeah. kind of lose it and all your is, all you taste is like heavy spice and, you know, burntness. Um, but I didn't really get that because I was really taking my time with it. But honestly, the flavors at the end were way more enjoyable than at the beginning. Interesting. Yeah, you know, I actually
0: made a note of the same thing. I was a little bit premature in saying that this cigar for me was rather bland. Mm-hmm. Um, it was through the majority of it. I'm just going to come out and yeah. express my feelings. It's bland. It wasn't that good. Um, I always, I always. I talked about this before. It says multi-country, or multi-country filler blend. I think there's four in there. Sometimes when you smash too much stuff in there, everything gets lost. All of it gets lost. And that's kind of how I felt about this cigar. But I was kind of premature in saying that I really just did not enjoy this cigar really at all. But I actually like the end of the cigar more than I like the I beginning. I yeah. That's weird to me.
1: It's very weird. Usually it's the meat. Like right right about 25% into about the halfway mark, that's like the sweet spot. That's the Goldilocks zone. Yeah. You look at any solar system.
0: I'd say from one 20-yard line to the other 20-yard line. Right. Is like that's yeah, that's totally. where it should always be its best. Yes. And this one did get better towards the end. It was almost like in the last inch and a half is when I actually derived the most enjoyment from the smoking experience. Yeah. Everything else was just kind of lost on me. I just didn't think, it's like too many fillers, too much over complexity. I don't know if the blend was intentional as it should be because like if you think about it, there's some people, you know, the creation of like a Nicaraguan Piro. It's like Nicaragua, Nicaragua, Nicaraguan. Even though there's different, you know, subsets, different years, different um, parts, different leaf, gross. Yeah, 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 that are being used. It's like Nicaragua, Nicaragua, Nicaraguan. And you can make some of the most cherished and beautiful cigars out of a, you know creating a Nicaraguan Piro cigar and this particular cigar is just all over the place it is psychotic but I think it's overly psychotic <laughs> it's it's too much like I want my psychos to be I want my psychos to be like laces the, up I want my psychos to be yeah I want my psychos to be Ace Ventura when he goes to the asylum I don't want him to be Mike Myers right right like, I don't want that degree of psych- psychosis. I want something that's a little bit a little bit less challenging. I want something I want Shutter Island not uh, what's
1: like, I don't want the Joker. Yeah. Here's, right? the, here's the thing, Corey. I think what, what you're trying to convey is that you're trying to rationalize someone who's psychotic. And and the reality is you can't. You can't get into the mind of a psychotic person and rationalize and understand why they do what they well, do. Well, I
0: certainly can't rationalize this cigar because I don't know why it was blended the way it was blended. I just don't think it's that great. And I've heard good things about the natural. I've certainly heard good things about the Nicaraguan. And I'm thinking maybe the Maduro is like the, ex- maybe it was just so out of bounds, like I know people appreciate like Andy Warhol paintings or Van Gogh or whatever it is, right? And yeah. I look at him and go, I don't fucking get it. I could have painted that with my toes. Um, the subjectiveness. Maybe of, yeah. I'm not seeing the, art, the artistic piece of this that maybe was supposed to be more pronounced. Because to me, it's really the flavors to me are confusing. I Co- just don't think it's that great.
1: Co- you just don't get it, man. You just don't get it. It's supposed to be muted. That's the whole point. You're supposed to taste nothing. Everybody wants everything to be like, oh, this this orgasmic experience of flavors. This is not that. What you're getting is the opposite. You're getting nothing. You're getting nothing.
0: (laughs) That's pretty much what happened. I don't know. I think um, it just simply could have been better. I just wasn't. There was nothing about the smoking experience other than maybe in the last inch and a half of the cigar where I was like, oh, that's pretty good. It's like Everything else was so dulled. It was so
1: muted. It was so bland. It's like the grandma with dementia where you're like, hi, grandma. I don't know who you are. And it's like, <laughs> oh. And then like you're sitting there talking and she's talking gibberish. And she's like, the birds came and slept with me last night in the bed. I'm like, what? And then you get to the end, and you're like, okay, I'm going to go, Grandma. She's like, bye, Chris. You're like, oh my God. <laughs> like at the last minute of this cigar, she finally kind of knew what she was or who she was. Yeah. And where she was. Yeah. I feel like the last little bit was like her. Figured it out. She figured herself out right at the last second.
0: Right. Right before she died. Right. Um, <laughs> it was Anna yeah, now. It was an oddball. Honestly, had it not been for the great construction and the great burn, I mean, this would have been one that I probably would have put out prematurely. It would not have been worth the time to smoke. I'm just not... And it's, you know, I love the cigars Ventura brings out. They have some really good cigars in their lineup. Mm-hmm. This just... Not one of them. Yeah. I don't know it wants to say it. It just wasn't that great. It's psychotic.
1: hmm Well, here's the thing. At this point, right? You had a great construction. I had a very questionable construction. So-so on flavor, right? So-so. So-so. Um, is it worth seven bucks? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a $7 cigar. It's an $8 cigar. But or $8. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with that.
0: Yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, from a price perspective for what you get and yeah, a Toro fun. size, there may be someone, there may be some people out here that really enjoy this, yeah. or maybe there's some people who don't want to be challenged by flavors and do want something that's just a little bit more right. mild and tame. Right. Um, for sure, don't call something a psycho when the flavors aren't bouncing off the walls.
1: Yeah. Like if it's like a choir, right? Not everybody is, is lead, right? Right. Not everybody's lead. One person might stand out and they might take lead. I think this cigar for most instances is not a lead cigar. It might be like a really good pairing cigar. You know, it might go really good with a drink and it's more of the, uh, the supporting act, mm-hmm. you know, the supporting role to a, a good evening than it is like the lead role.
0: Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. Actually, it's weird that you say that because I'm pretty sure I just wrote that up
1: in a review. Did you really? I'm almost positive I did. That'd be wild if you did. So I think it's worth eight bucks for sure um, with what you get and the size you get, and I and I think it will be kind of polarizing depending on your palate of whether or not this is something you would enjoy from a flavor perspective. That said, you ready for scores, bro? I'm ready for scores. I already know what they are. Oh, you already look at mine? Yeah. Okay.
0: You know why? Why? Because he's the exact same as mine. Is it really? Yeah, 86.7.
1: Oh, shit. Okay. So I don't even have
0: to average it out. Yeah. 86.7 for both obviously averages out to 86.7. And I think, given my experience, it's an appropriate score. Um, As you could imagine, that even with such a great burn, and that, of course, heightens the score with a near perfect instruction, heightens the score. um, Flavor certainly drug that down to a pretty high degree. Just was not. For me, there's just so many other cigars on the market, especially in that eight dollar price range. I mean, I could probably name twenty off the top of my head that I've enjoyed much more than I've enjoyed that cigar.
1: Yeah, the reality is is, you know, I gave mine like minus six points, which puts it in the flavor category of okay. Yeah. That was a little less than that. But yeah. 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 Just I think I think
0: I'm excited to try the Nicaraguan. I think that's the one that I've heard great things about. Um, I've also heard good things about the natural and I haven't got my hands on the natural yet. So mm. maybe I'll look out for the other two because I'm curious to see just in comparison because they're all kind of crazy in terms of the blend, like mm-hmm. the like the multi-country blend and what has what and what's this kind of unique component. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to see how those other ones stack up. So hopefully you can get my hands on both of those soon and, and maybe do like a comparison on it. But, yeah, totally. You know, for, for this one, uh, currently it is in first place but certainly last place as well.
1: And just to close it out, I mean, this is a kind of a medium kind of bodied cigar. It's not a very strong cigar. I think anybody could really smoke this thing. Yeah,
0: this one isn't overly challenging yeah. by any stretch. And I know there's some people who really like the idea of smoking cigars based upon like the brand recognition. This one is unique in that way. I'm, it is different than anything else Ventura has put out. Yeah. And they make some really good cigars. So it's like this one is just like, and it's this weird own brand. It's just kind of in its own island. It's in its own space, which is cool. So I, I think it does have a unique following. If people really enjoy these cigars. Mm-hmm. I like the branding around it. I like the idea of it. I like how they expose the blenders and they put the blend right on the wrapper. I think that's really cool. Um, it just, this one just fell short of expectation and it happens.
1: Yeah. Not
0: really much else to say other than that. So, yeah. Um, righty. That concludes this podcast. Sure does. Which is fun. Um, I will say this you can check out the website, www.hotticketweekly.com. I am going to make this announcement right now as I made on Instagram. Oh, boy. If we get up to 250 new newsletter subscribers on hotticketweekly.com, Chris will smoke a cigar out of his rectum. Mm -hmm. Let me repeat that. Chris will smoke a cigar out of his pooper. Now, a ton of people messaged me and said, how are you going to prove this? Which I responded back, we are going to take video of it. Yep. Chris's little brown is going to be exposed and he's going to be smoking a cigar out of it. And now, you may think this is vulgar, you may think this is crude, but this is actually a for science. This is one thing that Chris has started, he started for science, cigar science, years back. (laughs) And this is the evolution of cigar science, is that we want to see what happens when you smoke a cigar through your anus. Because here's the thing, the kids these days, they're dropping little... Um, vodka vials and putting pills up their anuses and the whole thing. It's a good way for something to hit the bloodstream quickly. So we want to see the induction of cigar smoke and its nicotine components. We want to see how that reacts within the anal canal or what we call the colon. Yep. So – this is for science people, so we really want you to get on board. 250 new newsletter subscribers will get Chris to puff out a cigar in his little rectum.
1: One draw. That's it. One draw.
0: Maybe four.
1: I don't know. If, Seven. I don't know. My anus has never smoked a cigar. <laughs> like six. I don't know what the nicotine is going to do to my anus.
0: Yeah. That'd be crazy. What if it, your, your bow is straight up in there and it just ash down, <laughs> down <laughs> under your tank? Oh. oh, that'd be terrible. Oh. But we think it's a worthy experiment. Um, oh, Quite a few people did react to it and say, I'm immediately creating 250 fake emails <laughs> and subscribing. <laughs> Multiple people said that. So here's the reality. I don't think we're going to get there. I don't think so either. I don't think it's going to happen because I think a lot of people don't want to see your butthole. A lot of people message me saying that too. Like I, This is not something I want to see. But... I think if you guys understand that this is for science and there's worse things on the internet, you should be okay with it.
1: What if I paint some eyeballs on my cheeks and give it like a nose? That'd be awesome. And a mustache.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That'd be fantastic. Um, All right. Uh, There's a lot of news. In the past week, we covered some of those things. Some reviews that came out. um, I did a review on the Hoya de Nicaragua. What was it? The Antano... I forget the name of it. The 1970 also put yeah. out a review of the what I call that Penoru. Uh that is the Hawaii exclusive, the 2019 Penolo from Crowned Heads. Yeah, you're likely not gonna be able to get your hands on it, but I really wanted to put the cigar out in review because I just randomly reviewed it one day and I actually quite enjoyed it. I'm like I want to put this down on paper and just kind of put it out to the masses even though it's going to be relatively hard to get your hands on it if you don't actually live in Hawaii. But I think it's worth reading anyway. And certainly if you're somebody who has smoked it, I think you'd really appreciate the review on it. So check that all out at www.hotticketweekly.com. And uh, that'll conclude episode 117, which means we'll be back at you guys next week with episode 118. See you later, Gators. Bye. Thanks everybody for listening to the podcast. We greatly appreciate it. How can you get a hold of us? You can get a hold of myself on Instagram at the Hot Ticket Pod. You can get a hold of Chris on Instagram at Hot Ticket Chris. Please also, if you could, visit our website hotticketweekly.com for news, reviews, interviews, and more. And please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on iTunes. We'd greatly appreciate it. In addition to being on iTunes, we're also on Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Podomatic anywhere where you can find podcasts again thank you for listening to the show we'll be back at you next week